All right. How many of you are expectant? Everybody is. And so, would you give a beautiful, warm welcome to Dr. Keenan Bridges from Tampa, Florida? Come on, you can do better than that. Make him feel right at home here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I like that. Let's stand just quickly. We're going to lift our hands. You're not tired of standing, are you? Lift your hands. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. Working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, you are here, moving in our midst. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, you are here, working in this place, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you, cause you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, you can lift your voice and sing it to him. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. One more time, lift your voice and sing it, Waymaker. You are Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Last time, Waymaker. Waymaker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Real softly. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are here turning lives around. around. I worship you.
lift your hands, begin to bless him. No, 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 open your mouth. Don't clap. Open your mouth and begin to bless him. There you go. Begin to bless his name. We bless your name, oh God. We bless your name, oh God, in this place today, God. Come on, open up your mouth. Begin to sing your own song to the Lord. We bless your name, God. We glorify your name, God. Give you all the glory, God. All the praise belongs to you, Jesus. All the praise belongs to you, Lord God. Come on, open your mouth just for a few more moments. Rona ma sandeli ere da bo sandi ala ma keya. Rodi ere 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 ala ma kuri anda ala ma siya. Ora bo konda ri anda ala ma seya. Rona ma seya teye. Rodi Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. We glorify your name, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We give you all the glory, God. Jesus, 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 worship him right there. Father, we bless you. We glorify your name today. Have your way in this place. Touch your people today, God. Open the eyes of the blind. Deliver your people from bondage. 
Heal the sick today, Lord. Raise the dead today, God. Be glorified in our midst. Let your glory fill this place. That we'll never be the same again. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, you can praise him as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is a good God. Wow. Wow. South Africa. Am I in South Africa? Is this the real South Africa? people. As Dr. Pearl was telling me, the, the rainbow nation. I want to share just a quick word and then I want to, I want to pray with you. If I may, I want to pray with you and, and uh, I want to release the word that the Lord gave me for South Africa. Turn with me in the Bibles quickly, just for time, to Isaiah chapter 43 beginning with verse 1, and we're going to read all the way down to the 19th verse. And I want you to consider this word that I'm going to read, a prophecy. And I want you to personalize the prophecy. And I want you to take it for yourself and for this land. May it be your portion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 43, beginning with verse 1. As I read this, this is what I want you to do. I want you to put yourself in the scripture. And I want you to receive it for yourself. So as I'm reading it, I want you to get excited. I want you to think about this being a word of the Lord for you and for South Africa. Are you listening to me? So today, you know, the first service, we, we, we had a great time of worship, but, but that was the appetizer. <laughs> this service, I want us to really go in, tell your neighbor, said, don't be dignified. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Don't be dignified. I want you to lose yourself in this. And as I'm giving the word, I want you to just, just begin to respond, even as I'm reading it. Because there's something prophetic about when the word is decreed. Are you listening? Amen. Are you ready for this? And to my white people, I want you to behave like a black person in this service. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't count because you're already a soul brother, in my opinion. 
Isaiah 43. You ready for it? How many ready for the word? But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. You better get what I'm saying here today. For I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, and thou art mine. When thou pass through the waters, I will be with you. And, when, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee, since thou wast precious in my sight. Thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. And I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. And I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created you for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and say it is truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Let me read that again. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Sangoma. I have declared and have saved and have shewed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake have I sent to Babylon, and have I brought down all their nobles, and the Chaldeans who cry is in the ships. I am the Lord. Your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which bring forth the chariot and horse and army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct and they are quenched as the tongue. Remember you not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing in South Africa. I said, Behold, I do a new thing in South Africa. Behold, I do a new thing in South Africa. Now shall it spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen.
And I want to talk to you just quickly, and then I want to release the word God gave me about rivers in the desert. Rivers in the desert. He said, I'll make a way in the wilderness, and I'll make rivers in the desert, meaning that that is an oasis, a spring, a spring in the dry place, a spring in the unsuspecting place, a spring in the place that everyone said was barren, that everyone said was deserted, that everyone said had no life. He says, in that place, I'm going to cause my rivers to spring forth. And this rivers, these rivers are rivers of living water that will become a, a, a place of, of satiation to satiate the thirst of the nations. And this is what the Lord is saying to this land. That this place called South Africa, and just to give you some history, and, and then I'm going to do I'm going to do something very prophetic, so I really want you to just kind of, you know, you know, just, just be willing to step out of your comfort zone today. How many are willing to step out of their comfort zone? Now, some of your hands didn't go up, and so the ushers are going to remove you from the church. Ushers, please, quickly, just... <laughs> I want you to come out of your comfort zone today because I'm going to do something. But I want to give you some history. I was in Australia many years ago, and at that time, revival began to break out. And, and at that time, I think it's interesting, I met with one of the oldest intercessors who was currently alive in Australia. And he led some of the prophetic intercession that led to the first revivals that began to happen in Australia. And ironically, he was a South African man who lived in Sydney. And I didn't know that it was, was going to be my first and last time meeting him because after I prayed with him, he died. And when I went to him, he began to tell me the history of Australia because many South Africans began to go uh, down to Australia because Smith Wigglesworth prophesied, he called it the great Southland of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the move of God began to move there. And so I, I was with this intercessor. He was almost 100 years old when I met him. And he said to me, he said, when Australia was, was founded, uh, the British came down with six naval ships. About four of those naval ships had prisoners on them. And two of the naval ships were, were, were um, occupied by officers. And on the night they landed in Sydney, they uh, engaged in such atrocities. They raped the women. They, they, they killed. They did all of these things. And, and they believed that at that time it brought a curse upon the land. And so for many years it was just dry and barren in, in, in uh, Australia because Australia is very desert-like. The whole continent is very desert-like, especially on the western part, Perth and so forth. But on the New South Wales is what they call it. In that area is the more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's more fertile and, and, and lush and all of that. But it wasn't always that way. What happened was these intercessors, many of whom were South Africans, 
they, they, they began to intercede on the grounds where the first naval ships landed in Sydney. And they began to repent for the atrocities committed in the land. And while they were in the prayer gathering of repentance, it began to rain. After being dry for so many years, they had a drought that was just years long, just barrenness. And as they began to repent, and they, and they began to renounce the, the sins that had been committed on the land, the rain began to fall. And Sydney was metamorphosized into the most popular area in, South Afri in, in Australia. And, and it became just, just the, the main place. And so I thought about that. Smith Wigglesworth also gave many prophetic words about South Africa. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. I don't think it's a coincidence that, number one, those prophetic intercessors were from South Africa. I don't believe it's a coincidence. And I don't believe it's a coincidence that on my first trip to South Africa, not only am I here, but I was with the great-great-grandson of Smith Wigglesworth, Peter uh, Defend. Now, what does this have to do with everything? I believe with all of my heart that what God did for Australia, and Australia be began to be known as a hub of worship and, and a sound of worship, in fact, you had Hillsong and other planet shakers and all of these ministries that literally shook the Christian world with songs of worship. How many know that's the truth? It just, whether you like them or not doesn't matter. Their worship has shaped the scenery of Christianity today. Can I submit to you, I believe that what God did for Sydney and the entire continent of Australia, I believe God's doing for South Africa. Because I believe that this is a great south land of the Holy Spirit. A great south land of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me give you, let me give you some more interesting facts as we, as we begin to prophesy. So I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, which is almost the same as Johannesburg. It's like very, very similar. How many have ever been to Atlanta or been out? You know it's, it's, it's kind of similar. It's a big city. It's like, it's like going down there, downtown, very similar, very diverse, just like here. But God sent me from Atlanta to a town called Tampa, Florida, which is now one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. We just had a million people move there last year. And, um, but the original name of Tampa is the Bay of the Holy Spirit. La Bahia del Espíritu Santo, the Bay of the Holy Ghost. And for years, the Bay of the Holy Ghost was named the number one city for sex trafficking in the United States. It was a place when I moved there, there was so much racism and, and, and just tension and strife. How can a place named the Bay of the Holy Ghost, be filled with so much darkness. 
was very simple because the devil, he is a master at robbing a place that God has named from its prophetic inheritance and destiny. That's why places like, like Rio de Janeiro, places that are named after prophetic names, have the most darkness and sin because the enemy is trying to pollute the heritage of those places. But I believe that what the Lord said in Isaiah 43 is a word for this land today. No, 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 don't just look at me strange. What I'm telling you, I'm prophesying over you right now. And I'm saying that behold, I do a new thing, says the Lord. I'm doing a new thing in South Africa. I'm doing a new thing. But in order to do this new thing, he says, forget the former things. I'll make a way in the wilderness. The dry place, the, 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 the barren place, the place where there is no life, I will cause life to spring forth. And he starts talking about the nations coming and the nations coming and, and giving the nations as an inheritance. I believe that, that what will draw people to South Africa is not the gold or the diamonds or the, or the tourism or, or even the wine in, 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 in the Cape and, and all those things that have been the hallmarks of South Africa. But I believe that the gold that people will come to experience is the glory of God. That people will begin to come from all over the world to experience the glory in a way they've never experienced it before. Are you hearing me today? And it will become the great Southland of the Holy Ghost. And God sent me from the Bay of the Holy Ghost to this place today to announce to you that it is God's will and his word for you that you would become everything that God has created you to be. That the God of Israel, the God of all creation, the one who has no equal. He is El Elyon. There is none higher than him. There's no court higher than his. Once he makes a decision, there can be no appeal. And the God of all creation is saying, I am decreeing over you that this is my land. These are my people. This is my inheritance. And this is my will for your life. And I believe that God is calling us to turn, to turn. There's so many things I could say, Pastor, but I just feel the Holy Spirit is resting right here on what I'm saying. There's so much I wanted to share with you, but I believe it's right here. You see, the powers of darkness understand the significance of names and the significance of dedication. That's why when they come places, they dedicate that place. And there have been places in this land that have been dedicated to the powers of darkness, to occultic powers, to evil altars, and sacrifices 
are being made on those altars. And in the midst of that, we have a church who has not necessarily understood who she is. We've had a church that has been divided ethnically, racially, politically, while the kingdom of darkness is very united. And because of this, the enemy has pushed for a siege of this land and of its heritage. But I believe with all of my heart that God has raised up a remnant in this room. No, no, see, you're still in your comfort zone. I said God's raised up a remnant in this room, a remnant in this place, who will cry out to God and who will declare this is your land, this is your soil, this is your country, this is your nation, this is your continent, that this is the land of the Holy Spirit. This is not the land of Muti and witchcraft and Sangoma and ancestral worship, but this is the land of the Bible. This is God's land. This is the land of the Holy Ghost. And we declare over this land that we are taking back territory. We are taking back land. We are taking back our inheritance. We are destroying evil altars and we are declaring that the altar of Jehovah shall stand. This is God's land. This is God's land. But I want to submit something else to you quickly before I sit down. Second Chronicles chapter 6, and I'll get to chapter 7 in a minute. Solomon makes a sacrifice to the Lord. He makes a sacrifice. He makes a sacrifice to the Lord. And as he's dedicating the temple, he implores the God of Israel. He says, God, he said, we ask that you would rest upon this place. And that you would cause your name to be named here. And that you would cause this place to be your habitation. Then he says this. He says, God, let it be that if we ever turn away from your statutes, if we ever turn away from your word, if we ever rebel against you and we go out of the way, he said, let it be that when we pray toward this place, that you would hear from heaven, you would forgive our sins, you would heal our land. And the Bible says they made a sacrifice to the Lord. Now, here's where we get to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. 2 Chronicles 7, which people quote, but they don't talk about 2 Chronicles 6, because that's important to understand. God is not just sporadically coming down to talk to Solomon. He is not just arbitrarily manifesting himself, but he is responding to a very specific word that Solomon is requesting from God. He is answering Solomon's prayer. And he says, it says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, it says, and the fire of God came down in the house of the Lord. And when the fire of God came down in the house of the Lord, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests were not even able to enter in because the glory was so palpable and so thick, they could not enter into the temple because God had literally stepped down from heaven and he had inhabited 
He had inhabited their worship and he had visited their sacrifices and he had caused his fire to come down upon their altar. The Bible says that God speaks to Solomon in the vision and says, he says, if I send the locusts, if I, if I send judgment upon the earth, if I do these things, he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I will hear, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. Then will I be attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I want to do something as I get ready to pray. Because I believe there's about to be a shift in the political framework of South Africa. I believe that righteous leaders are about to stand up. I believe that spirit-filled believers are about to sit on parliament. I believe that spirit-filled believers are about to sit at the front seat of industries. I believe that God's about to raise up prophetic intercessors and marketplace apostles and people that are going to take back ground. I believe that many of the Sangomas that have been very powerful are going to see the power and glory of God and they're going to fall down on their knees in repentance and realize there's only one God and it's not the ancestors, it's not the trees, it's not the animals, it's not the water, but it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And there's no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved, but by the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And at the mission of his name, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. There's something we must do. Something we must do. As we must understand that the only way to move forward is together. There is no other way. There's no other solution. And it is time for the divide to come to an end. Here's what I want to do. And when I do this, I'm telling you, the power of God's going to fill this place. Many of you are going to be physically healed. Many of you are going to be delivered. Many of you are going to come out of bondage. Many of you are going to sense a, a, a breaking over your life, the hindrances and the limitations. Because God, listen to this, God is always required to answer his prayer. You missed what I just said. God always has to answer his prayer. Because the unity of the body is not the prayer of the believers. It's God's prayer. That's the Lord's prayer. John 17, Father, I pray that they may be one even as we are one. As I am in you and you are in me, may they be one in us. That by this, that the glory that's on me may be on them. And he says this, and the world will know that they, that I am alive because of the unity in the church. I want you to stand to your feet quickly. We got to go. And I want to prophesy. I did this some years ago at a church, but I want to do it right now. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit on this. Is this okay, Pastor? You sure? Okay. Lift your hands.
I could get some uh, uh, the piano to come. Is the piano here? She did such a great job. Give it up for our pianist. Thank you. Just, just play anything. <laughs> Lift your hands. <laughs> what they did in Australia, they recognized can't move from the past without addressing the past. I know that this, is, this is what we're going to say. It's like South Africa is one of those places where there's been you know, it's apartheid's over 28 years 20 odd years but there's some wounds that are still fresh. Think about it. Some of you haven't gotten over the divorce you had 20 years ago. And I know it seems ad nauseum and people are tired of the conversation. They don't want to talk about this anymore. Let, let's just move on. Let's just move on. I understand. But see, I'm an outsider looking in. It's like a marriage, you know. When a husband and wife, they have irreconcilable differences. They no longer hear each other. It takes a mediator to come in and say, okay, you shut up. You cook. You provide. It takes an outsider sometimes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? To look into the situation and say, this is what needs to be done. So hear this. In just a moment, I want you to flow with me. God wants to heal us. And I believe from this prophetic action that we do, we're going to see a major move of the Spirit. Not only in this church, but in all churches in South Africa. Lift your hands real high. Come on, lift your hands. Father, I thank you. Your word says, your word says that if your people who are called by your name will humble themselves. We're humbling ourselves today, Lord. We're acknowledging our sin. Our sin of pride. Our sin of idolatry our sin of ancestral worship, our sin of racism, our sin of division and strife. This is not your heart for us. And Lord, we are humbling ourselves, whether we individually identify with it or not. It doesn't matter. We know that it's real. And so we are taking ownership like Daniel did in Daniel 7 through Daniel 11. He began to take identificational ownership over Israel even though he was a righteous man, he repented for the sins of Israel. And today, Lord God, what we're going to do is something prophetic. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we say that we're sorry. And we go before your courts and we are asking you, Lord God, we are, we are appealing to your courtroom. Your word says in Hebrews chapter 4, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We are saying, Lord, forgive us for not walking in love toward our brethren. Forgive us, Lord God, for looking at skin color versus the content of character. Forgive us, Lord, for being tribal in our thinking and not being kingdom in our thinking. Forgive us, Lord God, for, for means of spirituality other than the Holy Spirit. We're saying that we repent.
We repent right now in the name of Jesus. Say this, say, Heavenly Father. Like you mean it, like, like South Africans. Say, Heavenly Father. Loud, like you mean it, like real South Africans. Say, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, we come before you today as your children, recognizing that you are the God of all creation and we humble ourselves and we repent of our sins and we turn to you as our deliverer as our Lord and as our healer forgive us Lord for not looking at each other through your eyes forgive us oh Lord for our pride Forgive us, O oh Lord, for walking in fear. And we turn to you now. And we thank you, Lord God. Come on, real loud, say, because your word declares that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. As South Africans together. Say it again, as South Africans together. We call upon the name of the Lord to deliver us and to set us free and to heal us and to restore us and to heal our land in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that in the courts of heaven, this matter is done. We thank you for it now. Now, right now, what I want you to do, I want you to give God a crazy praise in your native tongue. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, I want you to run around. Come on, shout, 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 shout to the Lord. Come on, give him glory in this place. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on, begin to praise him. You got to dance, move, 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 move. Come on, I want you to move. I want you to shout. I want you to run. I want you to shout in this place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, one more time. Shout hallelujah. Just stand right where you are. Let's thank Brother Keenan. Give him a hand of appreciation. Wow. Now, just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, I bless your people. I say the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of His smile upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name we all say, Amen. Amen. God bless you, everybody. Wow, it's been an amazing time.